we live, man. What's up, we man? We are. Here we are. I got the the infamous, <laughs> rarely seen Yinka Ogosalade from the Howard Law School, School of Class of 08. 08 <laughs> what section? What, class, what section were you in? Section one. Section one. Yeah. So so yeah. so tell people about a little bit about yourself, people that don't know, because I, I got a lot of people that's not from the hustle. Cool. So like the trivia said, went to Howard for law school. Well, let me go back. Uh, start. So I was born in D.C., raised in Maryland, um, went to high school out in Maryland, DeMatha, shout out to DeMatha, went away to college in St. Louis, Washington University in St. Louis, uh, then came back home here to the hustle, Howard for law school. And um, yeah, that's that's how it all started. Started for me. So, so let me ask you a question. Did they get it? Uh, which one was a better portrayal of your life? The first one or the second one? What do you mean? Like in what way? Coming to America. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I knew this. I knew this. So for those of you, I mean, if you listen to the podcast, you know this guy. This guy's wild. Like he's he's refined now, like blown up on the bi- podcast scene, but the, he still got those wild. <laughs> oh, man, I think I lost you. Release. Oh, so. I think I gotta go with the first. <laughs> this is the first. Oh, I, I missed your answer. I, you, I lost you for a second. I hope it didn't oh. lose your life. No, no, I was saying I hadn't seen the second one yet. Okay. So I, I, I think I gotta go with the first right now. The Ogle Yo, he's crazy. Estate. <laughs> Estate. <laughs> yeah. So tell him. So before we get into uh, what I wanted you to really talk okay. about, come on here. Is uh, you you uh, you practice law, right? Well, you still practice law. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. I mean, I uh, went to law school. Right now I'm at a, a firm. I work in conflicts. For, for those that don't know conflicts, uh, conflicts is where we uh, analyze the new business coming into the firm to see if we can represent uh, dueling clients. So say, for instance, uh, one we represent Verizon, we wouldn't want to represent T-Mobile because that creates a conflict as their competitors. So we look at it from a legal standpoint and also from a strategic standpoint, like Maybe representing this person is not quite a good look, even though they want to bring business into the firm. So say, for instance, it's a high profile client who has a negative reputation. Let's say like Jeffrey Epstein's mistress, Ghislaine Maxwell. We're not we're not going to represent her, obviously, because that even though we probably get good money or something like that, it's just not a good look overall for the firm. So we I analyze issues like that. Got you, got you. All right. So, and and you you're currently doing that as you stated. Yeah. Yeah. So sure. I don't I don't want people to think that. I mean, I'm gonna tie it back together. No, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna hold that point and tie it back together when okay. we come back around to the um to the full story. So I'm gonna just tell people like um how just a just a sidebar conversation how Yinka helped me get my life together when I thought I was living it up. So I had a I had you know I had the little the platinum the platinum American Express had the little millennia. <laughs> It was like three, four years old at the time. So I'm thinking I'm doing it. You know, I had nice little clothes, a little, little bit of jewelry in there and there. So Yinka was to drive like, he just dressed regular, quote unquote. He had like yep. a little, a little like 2001 Civic or something like that. You know what? <laughs> and I was like, man. So, you know, I try not, I wasn't really judging you, judging you. I mean, this is all a joke, but it wasn't fun, yeah. right? So I'm like, all right, man, this dude got the, the Civic. We used to make we used to make fun of the Civic. Like he was like, it's great gas mileage, man. I'm not trading. 
I remember it. I remember it, man. <laughs> so then it was like we had the, we had our uh, our last. I guess that was our last official party as a class at your house. Uh-huh. And this is where the 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 coming to America stuff come in because people were like, yo, that's racist or I don't know, xenophobic or whatever. You know, everybody's woke <laughs> nowadays. But uh-huh. the, the joke came in it was like Yinka was always quiet and cool. It's two times that he, I saw him quote unquote get out of character. We ain't gonna talk about the other one, but maybe we will. But uh, and I was like. Uh, you know, we pull up the Yinka house. I'm thinking I drove past it the first couple of times. Like this can't be his house. <laughs> so Disclaimer, the house, is, not my house, my parents' <laughs> house. house. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, it's, it's like, ah, it's cool. Look, it's big. We go outside. You got like the full court, full tennis court, the basketball court, Olympic size pool. I said, oh, this is in the state. I never been in the state. I got, oh my god, I never been into an estate. <laughs> But anyway, that's where that uh, that uh the the coming to America. So this is like Prince Prince Ogosolade after that point. Yeah, um, that, that was a good uh, that was a good party. Yeah, it <laughs> was definitely de- definitely was a good party, man. Yeah. So I so the reason I got you on here, man, I see you mm-hmm. doing big things in eBay. You kept that uh secret. I don't know if it was a secret of people that actually see you every day, but um, it just came up on my uh. I don't know if it was Facebook or Instagram, and it was like you had like a write up or something, but mm-hmm. or, or about your eBay business. But tell people how you got into the eBay business, because that's that's what I want you to talk about. Yeah, so eBay and I, I mean, I go way back. Like, so I'm gonna go back to probably college. As when I started college, I uh, always just loved buying things. Like, and eBay was that avenue for me to buy things. Um, so we're talking early 2000s is when I was in college. And so I would buy jerseys and sneakers. I was I was that guy, jerseys and sneakers. I mean, it's hard to believe, but like yeah. just closet full of jerseys and sneakers. Uh, we're in St. Louis, that's Air Force One time. Nelly was like top of the game. And so it was just all about shoes and, and sneakers for me. So I would just buy, constantly buy things on eBay. And I think a little bit of it had to do with uh, me being a little homesick. Like it's the first time I, away from home out in St. Louis and so I just love getting things in the mail like my parents would send me like those little care study packages and stuff so I just like the concept of getting things in the mail like they were like presents to me and so I would just be buying stuff on eBay um, so that's how I got started with eBay and then like fast forward to around law school around that time I had some items I went to like my parents house my mom always would get the most Christmas gifts. And so she just had some items there. And I was like, ah, let me see if I can sell some. She's not going to use this. Let me see if I can sell it on eBay. <laughs> just because, just to make room, I wasn't yeah. trying. There was no grand scheme, no grand plan uh-huh. to make money or anything like that. And it, it sold. And then I was like, all right, let me try some stuff. So I, I had some extra shoes or some jersey stuff that was like out of style or just older stuff, still, still quality. And so I was like, let me let me try to move some of this stuff on eBay, and I found that it was able to sell. And then mm-hmm. so I was like, oh, let me just start building from there. Um, let's let's try and move some more stuff. And I, that's when I finally took the step to actually buying items to sell. And what uh, where, where year are we talking? Um, so that's probably 2010, 2010. So this was after you I, became a lawyer. Yeah, after okay. I became. I mean, I I started selling and stuff probably. 
six, seven, something like that. Um, but when I started taking it seriously, it was after like 2010 is when I okay. really started taking it seriously uh, with actually buying items. I still remember uh, I, I went to, this was like Neiman Marcus last call discount store. And I was like, oh, let me try and buy some items here. And I, I like the, it was like, I spent maybe like $500 and I'm getting up to the register and I'm like hyperventilating. I'm like, this is a lot of money to be spending and you don't know oh, if yeah, this, yeah. the stuff is going to move. And so I, I remember that moment um, was like, all right, let me really try and uh, take this to the next level. So then fast forward to like 2014, 2015, um, just reading on eBay on, and I decided, let me uh, go to this conference. So they eBay every year would do an annual sellers conference in Las Vegas. And I was like, ah, man, I'm not, I'm not a big time seller. Why, why should I go to this? But then for some reason I decided, yeah, let me just take that step and go out there and see what these people are talking about. So I go out to uh, Las Vegas for the conference and I'm just like feverishly taking notes, taking notes, trying to learn and all, all the time still feeling overwhelmed because you have people here doing it full time. Um, this their livelihood and just, I was like, wow, this is like overwhelming. But then I remember I went to, they, they had little sessions, like little breakout sessions, like any big conference you have. And so I went to a session and it was um, put on, the moderator was, or the speaker was John Henry. I don't know if you follow my Instagram, well, John Henry follow, style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So John Henry, he's like an investor, a uh, little bit of backstory of him. So he started as a, a doorman at a, a New York high rise or something like that. Uh, and then from there, he started his own dry cleaning business um, from the people in the building. And then from there, it just grew where he got clients like from movies. So like Wolf of Wall Street, he would do all the dry cleaning for that uh, through his company. And then he was able to sell that company. And now he does like venture capital and just, just really inspiring. And so one of the lines, I was just sitting there, I was like, oh, this is cool. This is another good panel. Uh, but then one line that stuck out to me, he said that when you work for somebody else, your value is what somebody else says it is. Mm -hmm. Like you're capped at what you can earn when you work for somebody else. And mm -hmm. I don't care if you're an associate, I don't care if you're the top partner, there's a cap as to what you can earn because it's whatever the business says that you can earn. Mm -hmm. And so that stuck out to me. I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't want to just be capped like that. And mm -hmm. so that's what really motivated me to really take that step with eBay and uh, see where it could go. And it's just been growing ever since. Yeah, so you, 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 you uh, because people might look at you and think that it's probably an overnight success, but so nah. yeah, <laughs> no, no, not at all. Like, and it's something that I never, I mean, I, I never thought it would get this big, how, uh -huh. how it's gone for me. Um, like I said, it started as a hobby, just, uh, selling items. Uh, when I first started, like 2015 is when I actually first opened a real store on eBay with like a store subscription, actually made a spreadsheet of uh, cost of the goods sold and how much I was earning, like really keeping track. So that was 2015 that happened for me. And the goal initially was, I was like, all right, let's see if I could pay. And this was law school, going back to law school. So hold on, like, before before you get into what you're making, we're going we to get there because uh, I want people to <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just glad that you, you're letting people know that it's... Uh, so what type of homework, if someone is trying to get started in the business, let's start with there. What, what, what are some tools some shortcuts that you don't got to give it all away for free. Oh, I mean, but. 
I would, you got to find what you're passionate about. So for me, it was clothes. Um, it's kind of been an evolution. So I started with sneakers and jerseys. Uh, then when I went to law school, I mean, you get that whole perception of, oh, you got to be all suited and booted. Like everything's about suits and formal wear. So I really just immersed myself into the whole formal wear, like suits and ties, uh, like Tom Ford, just high-end stuff like Tom Ford ties and suits. And I would just do research. like, And it was just something I feel like if I had a creative uh, bone in my body, I'd probably be a designer or something because yeah. I just loved the suits and shoes and just seeing what makes this suit more than another one. Like, why okay. is this suit more than the buy two, get 10 free at Joseph A. Bank? Like, stuff okay. like that. Okay. And so I just really, I found passion in looking up that stuff and learning about it. And so that's what made it easy for me to find a good deal and know that, yeah, this could probably sell. So kind of just being aware of what you like, like, what are you passionate about? And then uh, to today, it kind of doubled back into sneakers because like sneakers, no, I, when I was into like all of the suits and stuff, I thought, oh, sneakers aren't really... I mean, sneakers were always there, but I didn't realize how big the market still was for sneakers. And so kind of reverse and dive right back into that. And um, yeah, so that's where we are. And so, yeah, I would say, like, find your passion about what you're passionate about looking at. Um, if you're trying to sell on eBay, that's how I would get started. And, and just go on YouTube. There's tons of people who are selling all kinds of things on YouTube. And I just learned from there. Like I would start, I, I say Hustler Hacks is one of the big ones. So they just put out weekly video, like weekly videos of items that they buy or source as they call them to sell. And I started from the beginning and just watched every single video and it's probably hundreds of them. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, just, uh, it was something I was passionate about, passionate about learning about. And, um, yeah, that's how I got started. Okay. So not to throw, uh, Joseph A. Banks under the bus, but yeah. what is the difference between a two for <laughs> two for 20 and a, and a, and a <laughs> In, in a time for a suit it's the quality is not it's not only the quality of the material because they're, they're different qualities of wool in mm. the suiting but it's actually in the construction so you have half fused versus fully fused suits so mm. fusing is the inner lining of the suit it's not what you see on the outside so mm. on the inner lining of a suit um on the i won't say that it's not bad i may have joseph a bank suit somewhere but like <laughs> it's <been> somewhere <laughs> in my in my possession but like on the inner lining of the suit it's going to be glued so there's those are called glued suits like fused so say for instance if you heated it up you would get bubbling on your lapel and stuff because it's glued it's cheap oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. whereas on fully canvas suits it's all sewn in they're not using glue on the inner construction of the suit and so that's what lends to the higher price of the suit and then you get into things like the working buttonholes uh hand stitch buttons and stuff like that and uh, so it's all into the construction of the suit as well as the quality of the wool. Yeah, the details of the suit. Yeah, I think. The yeah details. details. Yeah, I, I got. I did a deep dive a little bit into, into yeah, the yeah. suits for a second. So, okay. uh, but explain this to me to the regular people. Mm -hmm. What what is the best polo shirt out there? Um, I mean, there's so many out there. Uh, I I don't. I would say. I mean. Polo is such a large brand. I mean, are we talking? No, not not, Polo, not 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 Ralph Lauren. Just Polo okay. Polo shirt. My bad. Mm, polo shirt. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I mean, I would say. 
I'm not sure. I, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, you never. What, you what never. about you? What about you? What do you think? Um, Ralph Lauren is my guy, but yeah. uh, I I don't think he has the. I haven't purchased many shirts that's not Ralph Lauren recently. Um, okay. I haven't purchased a shirt in a while, personally. But um, yeah. uh, I think the low the low lives the low heads they're gonna be mad at me. Uh-huh. But I think uh, Lacoste is, is is better than better quality. Okay. And I'm really feeling um Psycho Bunny right now. Psycho. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's it's kind of sort of like uh I don't know if it's under the radar or not, but it's not big. And I, I mm-hmm. like when I've always been into brands besides the Polo. Always been into brands that people weren't necessarily onto at at, at the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I say like with like any Polo or anything, it's about it's about the fit. Yeah. It's absolutely. The fit of the the shirt. Fit, yeah. Like, it's fit it's got to be, I mean, it doesn't have to be like skin tight, but it's got to be fitted yeah. to the point where it's timeless. Like you don't want to, they don't want to see your clothes and know what area you're from. Like you can't have the big baggy yeah. shirts, but then you can't have the, the super tight. So I, yeah. I try and keep it like right in the middle. So, that so yeah, you, you right in the middle for you is literally a medium then. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, I'm not, I'm not medium. I'm not in this medium race. <laughs> Nah, nah, nah. Just... Nah, you a medium. You 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 must have put on some pounds then since last time I seen you. I mean, shoot, that's what happens with age. So so hold on. <laughs> so so now nah, I'm I'm assuming you went up. You might have been down to the small. Nah, no. I nah. mean, I've always been in like large, large, large okay. medium. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So so yeah, yeah. Those are the ones that I like. I like the uh, okay. Really like, so, I, so I don't really do the high end polos though. So I can't speak on. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing yeah. like. A purple label. I'm not doing a Gucci polo. So uh, yeah, I'm, I have I have problems with that too because it's like those are to me polo. I mean, you could dress it up, but it's more of a casual thing. Casual, and it's yeah. like I can't see myself paying the the money that yeah. it costs to get some of that higher end stuff. You know, yeah. some people some people are into it. Um, yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not talking about the purple label. I'm not talking about. I know Gucci makes polos now. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about like a hundred dollars and under. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So what? What are what are some? Um. So getting back on the the subject, I am. I'm glad you explained. So, I guess like what people should know get take from that is just like want to do what they love and really uh-huh. do their homework on the quality and why some things are higher yeah. priced than other things. For sure. Yeah. So what what tools should people start? Uh, what should they use? Uh, I mean. It- like I said, one of the tools would be YouTube, just to immerse yourself in that, get get the knowledge that you need. Uh, other tools, just going out to these stores, checking the prices, um, download the eBay app or wherever you're selling and just go to the sold listing. See what these yeah. items are selling for um, to know if it's a good deal to pick up and see if you can make some money off of it. Um, so, I mean, because the market is what drives everything. So you got to see what people are buying what they're spending money on and um, just going from there. Got you. So there, there's nothing like, well, I guess eBay, if, they, if you do a deep dive, you can see what's like trending. Yeah. yeah. I don't even and think there got to be a deep dive no more. Yeah. yeah. And just like having your, I guess, whatever your market is, like ear to the street, keeping up with, even as I get older, keep up with the hype beast websites and, and know yeah. what's uh, cool. So like back in the day, dunks weren't really anything you could go to full locker and get some dunks uh now dunks Mm -hmm. are like 
really popular and hard to get and there's big resale value in all types of dunks. So yeah, oh I'm glad you told me that because I'm old, right? So <laughs> <laughs> so I seen these dunks, right? Yeah. I was like, uh, cause really I, I do like the Jordan ones. If I'm doing mm -hmm. sneakers, the Jordan ones, uh, threes and fours, maybe okay. fives. If I'm, if I'm doing sneakers, right. Yeah. Or, or, or are they going to be like some super classic sneaker? Like nobody that wears anymore, like <laughs> Deodora or something like that. Like yeah, the classic yeah, yeah. ones, Like people like don't care. Like low profile. Yeah. 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 Yep, yep. And, and people don't, but I saw these dunks, right. Yeah. So then I went into the sort of price on them and they were like, 250 300 dollars. <laughs> yeah. so i thought i was bugging out but i'm glad you cleared that up with me it the price has went up one of those joints oh drastically. for sure for sure i mean yeah. four dunks back in the day like 80 bucks like 80 I mean, it's a skater yeah. shoe it's yeah. a skateboarding shoe so it's like they're not paying big money for to use shoes i mean those shoes were not really fashion point they were used mm -hmm. for actual mm -hmm. skateboarding mm -hmm. and so uh that's not really the case anymore like so the price has gone up and people are really into that silhouette, like the dunk silhouette, Jordan one lows, Jordan one highs. Um, so they're really into that silhouette right now. So there's always going to be big money in that. Got you. Yeah. All right. So I wasn't bugging out on that. So, yeah. um, but before we get into the, to, to, to the thriving part of the business, like okay. what, are, what are some nightmare stories? Give me some nightmare stories. <laughs> nightmare stories. Uh, just buying stuff that doesn't sell <laughs> like and it, and it takes time i mean you have to learn the game and so there's going to be some wins and some losses uh be mindful of return times mm -hmm. if you're doing that um mm -hmm. and sometimes like when i was going to some of the higher end stores higher end outlets there there were no returns and okay. so I, I bought it confident that it would sell yeah. and then at the end of the day you're you're just trying to move it for even a loss like i was like man let me just get this out of here like because yeah. it's not moving where what the price i'm trying to move it for is taking up space and so i'm just trying to get rid of it so uh yeah so i think those are where the losses come in mm -hmm. where you're buying some items that don't quite sell for what you thought they would and mm -hmm. then you're uh, uh picking up just tons of stuff that doesn't sell and then also you, you'll run into some uh dishonest buyers <laughs> who uh try and try and scam you there's a little bit of that so like i i sent this guy i don't even know what he bought probably some shoes or something and then he returned the item i get back a broken jump starter <laughs> <laughs> and i guess he, he just switched the label or he weighed it to make it the same weight so i had to like call even mm. like just go through the whole process of trying to get your money back and it's like no i didn't send no, I didn't send the shoes back i'm like no you sent me a broken jump started because i tried it and it didn't work <laughs> so so you get you get a little bit of that but yeah. uh i mean for the most part i think it's just like a learning experience so well so what is what is your like biggest loss today biggest biggest yeah. loss mm, what would be my biggest loss probably um probably like two two hundred dollars on a shoe like okay. uh i maybe like sent a shoe they said they didn't receive it and so they opened a return and then so when they open a return you have to try and locate the package maybe the post office lost it or whatever and then it times out after a while so then you have to refund them their money mm -hmm. so i refund them their money 
Lo and behold, the package shows up two days later. Mm-hmm. I contact them. And you never hear anything back. So now they got the shoes and their money. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, that one is like most recent in my mind. So I think that would be the biggest at the moment. But I mean, it comes it comes with the territory. So more wins than losses. Got you. Yeah. I mean, that's that's business though. Yeah, right? that is business. business. Yeah. More wins because you're not gonna win them all for sure. Um, so you just. So explain this this little uh you just got accepted into this eBay program like for yeah. thirty people or something like that yeah 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 so I'll, I'll go back a little bit further so um, two thousand eighteen uh, eBay so every year uh, they bring in they fly in twenty sellers twenty of their what they call uh, successful sellers to Washington D.C. and they call it D.C. Fly In Day where we partner with their government relations team um, Mm -hmm. and go and try and help small businesses. So I was honored to be picked for one of those um, trips. It was cool. Even though I'm in Silver Spring, they sent the the black SUV, picked me up, put me in a hotel, all the Mm -hmm. good stuff. So uh, yeah, it was cool just to be in that space. I got to see like some lobbying, got to do some lobbying, talk to uh, some Congress people about small business issues. So our issue was, uh, internet sales tax for small businesses that was coming up in legislation. And so uh, we were trying to convince them that small businesses shouldn't be taxed like uh, big businesses. And so that was cool. Uh, I was invited to go to the White House with them during that fly-in. And so I I thought that was just, it was cool. It's like, man, how did I even get here? So like- So this Trump, 2018, this Trump- Yeah, yeah, it's Trump. Trump. I didn't run into the man or anything like that, but- some of his uh, officials were there and it's just, it was just, it was wild. Like I, I get there, I got my, my good suit on and I'm, I'm sitting in the back and eBay executives are up there. Uh, their senior vice president at the time. He's like, why are you sitting in the back? Come, come up here and sit up front with the A students. And I'm like, oh, talk to me. Like, yeah. And so I'm like sitting in the front row at this conference for uh, at the white house. And I'm just sitting there like amazing, just laughing to myself. I'm like, oh man, I was just, I was just flipping some shoes. Like I was just trying yeah. to get rid of some shoes. And now I'm here at the White House. So it, it was pretty crazy because it's like, if I ever thought I'd get to the White House in any capacity, I thought it would have to do with like my legal background. I mean, that's what we go to school for and all that good mm. stuff. You're in this area. But for me to be able to get in that space by selling some shoes, it, it was crazy. So, you, I mean, you just never know where uh, God is going to take you in this life. So that's how that started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but did you get, you ain't talk about the program you got into. Though. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that was 2018. And then uh, just a couple weeks ago, um, I was uh, eBay and Hello Alice, which is a company that helps small businesses. They had a, a grant program where you had to uh, submit an application. And so I filled this application out probably in November, completely forgot about it. And uh, I was contacted and said that I was picked for one of the 50 businesses out of, they said they had 13,000 applications uh, to receive a $10,000 grant to uh, grow and promote your business. So um, yeah, I mean, the hits keep coming. I just, it's crazy to see where this is going. And so they they sent out a photographer from New York, came in and photographed some shoes and all that stuff. So it it was great, it was great. And so uh, yeah, just continually, trying to build the business from there uh, with this this grant money and just learn more to see how it can continue to grow. 
and what what type of stuff uh did, did you have to have in place business-wise to even be eligible for the grant? um you just you needed to have a business structure in place place whether that be a sole proprietorship llc some something more than just oh i sell casually on mm. ebay so i had a store subscription i know one of the requirements were you had to sell between at a minimum, I think $10,000 to like 500,000, something. They had different criteria that you had to meet, uh, be on the platform for more than like six months uh, prior to submitting your application, things like that. So uh, there was different criteria and I was thankful to meet it and was selected, so it's good. Yeah, so let's get into the the, the numbers. I don't know okay. how, much you, how much you wanna reveal. <laughs> I mean, so so what 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 percentile are you of eBay sellers? Oh, I mean, not not big. I'm like I said, I went to when I went to the conference. Mm -hmm. There was one session. It was like million dollar sellers, and I'm like, these people selling million dollars. I don't believe it. And uh -huh. so I go into the session, and, and the numbers don't lie. They're literally uh -huh. doing like gross sales of a million. And now, gross isn't everything, as we know. It's about the yeah. net profit. But uh, these people are doing big numbers, and so I, I don't think it was necessarily my gross or net sales. They just liked it. They, they were really encouraged by the growth they saw. And that's how I got selected for uh, both their fly-in when I went to the White House and for this grant program. Um, and so when I started the store, like I was, in, let's go 2015, I sold 62 items. Uh, mm -hmm. That's it. The entire year, 62 items. And then fast forward to this past year 2020 I, I did over like 900 items or something like that so okay. on ebay yeah. so just they like to see that steady progression that steady growth um and yeah so i've uh, been able to get the the gross numbers up and the net numbers correspondingly go up and so like i said or like i like to look back when i first started ebay i was like let me see if i could pay my cable bill just with ebay sales mm -hmm. so this is when I moved uh, here for law school. So when I was in law school, that was the first time I actually lived on my own as far as having an apartment or anything like that. Cause I was always in a dorm in college mm -hmm. and I went straight from college to law school. And so I was like, oh, let's see if I can pay my cable bill with just eBay sales. And I was like, okay, we can do a couple months there. I was like, all right, let's see where we can go from there. Can we do rent? Can we do, and it's just going from there. Can we? Can we do a car? Can we do things like that? And I was like, oh, okay, there's money to be made out here. And it goes back to what I said earlier about, like, I don't want to be capped by what somebody else tells me I can make. And I, I find that in any job, like if you don't have some type of ownership or anything like that, like that entrepreneurial aspect of it, mm -hmm. you're kind of capped by what people tell you you can make. And mm -hmm. so I say this from like positions I've had in the legal field, Say, for instance, you come to the end of the year, you get a raise, you get a bonus. If it's not what you're looking for, like if it's not as high as you want, I'm like, how about you make your own bonus? Yeah. Like I make my own, I'll make my own bonus with what I do on eBay. Therefore, what you give me doesn't like deter me. I remember when I was at my old firm, one of my uh, supervisors at the time, yeah, they came around and they were handing out the bonus checks. He was in his office. I saw him through the glass. He opened up his bonus check and he just slumped his head down. You said one of your partners? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he opened up because they were just handing out the checks there. Like right there. He opened it up and he just like just slumped his head down. And I'm like, man, I don't want that feeling where 
my happiness or success is based on, again, what somebody says I'm capped at. So I was like, all right, if they give me a bonus of whatever and it's, I feel like I'm worth more, that's fine. I'm going to make my own bonus. How about I make my own bonus? So I see eBay as that bonus as I still do my other work. So, um, yeah, it's all good. So I like the way you dodged the question. You had some oh, good, what's up? Good, good legal training. <laughs> but um, we ain't going to go. So I'm going to ask it a different way. I'm going to be a good okay. lawyer. Where are you making the most money from right now? Um, net. I'm going to say net. Net. Yeah, it's uh, I would say the gap is closed. The gap is closed substantially between, between like the legal field and eBay. Um, so it's probably they're probably even right now. I, I know a couple, I think probably this past year was my biggest year, obviously, um, with everything, and so I think I may have surpassed it. Uh, surpassed but, what? What I uh, what I do in like the legal legal world, okay. Yeah, yeah we gotta be, so, we gotta be, gotta be yeah, clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like double, double the income, and and with this whole eBay thing, I just don't see it as work, like because I enjoy it. I okay. thoroughly enjoy. It. Not saying I don't enjoy like legal and stuff like that, because you go to school for all of that. But just there's something that I felt that with this whole eBay thing, like I never really saw myself as like an entrepreneur and like anything like that, but I kind of see it now. Like I, I actually have like a small business and I can see it growing and what I put into it is what I get out of. Uh, okay. So the more time, the more effort, the more grind I put into trying to grow it, that's how it's been, I've been able to see the results of it. Got you. I think I, I, I probably missed an important question that I didn't think about to just now. <laughs> how much, how much time do you put in a week with this, with this? Oh man, with this business. It's, uh, it's a lot because I'm selling things every day. So I'm obviously packaging items. Um, it's, I just, I can't really put a time on it because I'm just doing it all the time. Like, gotcha, gotcha. like I'm always responding to offers. I'm answering questions. Somebody's like, how does this, what's the length of this shoe or what's the length of this shirt? So I got to go get the tape measure and try and, uh, get that i'm always sourcing for new items whether it be online or in stores just trying to find new things to buy i'm always watching still watching videos on youtube you just gotta have that mindset of you never have made it or known enough like i, I just continue to try and gain more insight gain new items to purchase i know like during the pand pandemic is when i really saw a huge shift in my items because uh, people aren't, weren't buying the suits and stuff because nobody was going in. Mm -hmm. And so people were more focused on like athletic apparel, uh, equipment and, and stuff like that. And so I kind of shifted a little bit because I think with business, you have to shift. That's how businesses go under like Circuit City mm -hmm. and uh, they don't make that shift when the market shifts. And so I was able to adapt and kind of evolve the business into more athletic wear. And so it's it's been good. And so once... Uh, everyone gets back into the office. I'll try and increase that other side more. And just like I said, I try to have something for everybody. Okay. Do you have any um, people working with you? No, it's just me. Is At you point, still a yeah, one man show? Okay. Yeah. One man show. One man show. Uh, my, my wife, she helps out. Uh, so when we try and get some shoes on like the sneakers draw, so it's Nike sneakers app when they release exclusive shoes, she'll enter some of her accounts as well. Um, but yeah, it's just us here. Just me. Just, 
grinding, no employees yet. I don't, I don't think I'm to the point where I need employees. I don't know if I want to get that big where I, I employ somebody, but uh, I mean, it's, it's a numbers game. If the numbers keep going up and it, it warrants it, that's mm -hmm. uh, where we'll go. So no no bots. You haven't purchased one of those uh, bots yet. I have a sneaker bot. I have I have some some. Hold bots. up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, yeah, counselor. Yeah. Don't go no more. Don't go further. Yeah, you might be might be criminating. Nah, yourself. nah. I mean, I mean, I've heard of the bot game. I have yeah. some, but I don't know if they work. Mine don't mm. work <laughs> like that. <laughs> I haven't I haven't quite figured that whole botting game out. So it's really like luck of the draw, uh, entering okay. accounts. Like you're not like I. You see, if you go on Instagram, you see like the hype beast flex with hundreds and hundreds of pairs. Uh, you even, I, I'm sure you've read that story about the Nike executive yeah, this yeah, past yeah. week. <laughs> yep, 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 yeah, yep. None, of, none of that going around. I, I got no plugs on the you inside. Uh, I'm looking to uh, grow the business. Like the, I've been getting this media, got the shout out from the eBay CEO. So anybody out there who's on this, uh, who listens to this popular show, this podcast, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> yeah. oh, last question. Uh -huh. I, I, I should. I don't even. Uh, I went live. I didn't even think to put the thing up to see if we have any questions. But okay. anyway, if they have questions, maybe you come back on because it took sure. me forever to get you on, man. You. Yeah, you, you know, it, it took a while, but like I, I'm honored to be on the show. I know there are two things I'm looking for, like right now. It was to be on this show. Mm -hmm. And to get a shout out on Professor Roger, one of Professor Rogers' emails. Email blast. That's when you know you're doing something. <laughs> yeah, you ain't you ain't doing nothing if you don't got a got an email blast or invited yeah. to this show. So I got one yeah. out of the way. Yeah, you, <laughs> yo, that email blast be serious. He give you a whole write up. <laughs> I know a whole write up. I'm like, give you a whole press release on the email. Yeah, yeah, I, don't, I, I have I don't got it yet either. So hopefully, yeah. Roger, you 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 uh you see a hear this. You know, yeah. you gotta get his man his uh his email blast. Yeah, but, um, yeah, but no, I, um, what you're doing with redefined print is cool. Like I, I love listening, especially to the story about classmates and what they're doing, um, outside. I mean, in the law and outside of the law, because it's more to just being a lawyer and stuff like that. Yeah. I like, of, yeah. Oh, part of the cheat code was um, <laughs> I think I said it on a podcast before, but it was uh -huh. like really just to show part of the cheat code was just to show like the other side of lawyering you know what i'm saying yeah and, mm -hmm. and you know to get business tips and what they're doing outside because we we are much more than lawyers you know what i mean yeah yeah and so like what you did like with chinedu and uh candace gibson mm -hmm. with the peer performance like i love seeing these things that people just thinking outside of the box uh, yeah. following their passion and and just growing from there so yeah i think it's cool i think it's good cool yeah. So, um, what are, what are, uh, any parting words or advice that you have for people? Um, I would say again, like there's no big magic pill or anything like that to being an entrepreneur. It's, it's more than just a brilliant idea. You know, it's about execution of what you're thinking about. And so again, um, people have said it, go to Ted talks or whatever. I say, find your passion, find what you're passionate about and go from there. Like I didn't, I never thought, uh, oh, I'm going to sell shoes and like make it that way or anything like that. It never came to me. It's just something that I was passionate about. And I love like back when they had social events, I go to like the DC bar events, Maryland bar networking events. And I would just deadpan because, you know, those are like some of those events. They're just about status. Like, oh, what 
law school did you go to? <laughs> what firm do you work at? And I just deadpan. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. what do you do? I sell shoes. Yeah. And they just, you just see their minds going like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, I just do that just to shake it up. I mean, because, you know, in like the D.C. area, you can't go a block without running to like 10 lawyers. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, why not be different? Why not be unique? I can be a lawyer and I can do this on the side, uh, do shoes on the side. Like, I mean, I'll still, I'll still give you the business in law. Like I'm in a, <laughs> a, I'm in a, a litigation right now. And so uh, I filed by myself, like just to get back to the legal aspect. And so we're in a contract negotiation. They breached the contract. And I was like, uh, I think I need your legal counsel's information so we can go from there. And they gotcha. were like, we don't need a lawyer. You need a lawyer. I'm like, well, I am the lawyer. So let's <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> oh, that's great. And so that's my that's my profession, professional version of what you were referencing about law school, where it's like, there's not going to be a problem with Yinko. It's not going to be a problem. We ain't going to say that because the bishop was probably watching the pastors it's on Sunday, yeah, yeah, so we're going to keep yeah. it clean. Yeah. And it was like the, uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's one of my favorite stories. That's my, law school is wild. Yeah, that's my one and only time that I heard, and I heard you curse after that, but that was a, a special moment. And then that's, first, that's the only time I've seen you upset. Now, I've seen you upset twice. I, yeah, I rarely get upset, but law, law school was a wild time, and you my friend were a wild dude too. Like, <laughs> we ended the show. We ended the nah, show nah, off nah. that. <laughs> oh, oh, one last question. This is the yeah. real last question. Uh, I, I know I said I should ask this question before, but I'm learning. Um, you doing any marketing for uh, your, your um, eBay no, store? And, and so that's my next step is to just kind of grow that marketing base. Um, just trying to get it out there. I've spoken with some people. Uh, just trying to increase my bandwidth and stuff like that I, i've even seen what you're doing like with the instagram you're like you're really dominating it with like the blast and stuff like that i just didn't feel like i had uh the content for that and i'm like even like this last week somebody hacked my instagram i'm like why are you hacking me i got like five followers like what you doing <laughs> like relax yeah i put on your thing like hack. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so i appreciate that but yeah just trying to increase it like i got some ideas of people i, I want to like reach out to and I, I found myself being able to just make connections easy um, mm -hmm. as far as like reaching out to people, just asking uh, directly for that. One quick story, like back when I finished law school, I always wanted to be like an entertainment lawyer and things like that. And so when Jay-Z was starting Rock Nation Sports, um, there was a little blurb, like a press release. And at the end of the press release, they had like, their marketer's name or something. I Google him. I researched him. I, I just shot him a random email out of the blue saying, oh, I, I'm interested in being uh, coming on board with Rock Nation. I'd like to talk to you about my ideas or whatever. He shot me back an email. I was like, all right, come up, uh, interview tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, I think it's going to be um, over the telephone. I was like, okay, can you give me the number? He's like, no, here in New York. So I hightailed a, a bus up to New York. New York, okay. And like within a week, I'm in the offices, uh, Rock Nation, Jay-Z just walks by, gives me the whole head nod, and then I'm like speaking with their CEO. Um, I didn't like take the position or anything like that, but it just shows you that you never know if you just, if you don't ask, you won't get it, you know? Got you. And that's so just good. reach out, reach out to, and that's another nugget. I was like, you never know. So just ask if you just come correct with what you're asking for, you never know how or when somebody's going to respond who can put you in a better position 
bro. That's that's the great. We're gonna we're gonna end it on that. But uh, I'm just gonna tell you this. I love you, man. And thanks, yeah. thanks for thanks for finally do this, man. I was like to get Yinka Ogo Salade, <laughs> the prince, with his own money. This is a is a special privilege, man. Nah, and nah. Um, <laughs> I see I see bigger things for you, man, because you haven't even touched the advertising part out. So this yeah. is all just like organic, just random, not random, obviously, directed searches to mm-hmm. to to your to your shop. So you're not for even sure. promoting it. So sure. uh, I feel like once you start promoting it, it's gonna yeah. be even crazier for you. And, man. and this is uh this is the first step getting on this podcast. So thanks yeah. for Thanks for yeah, having I think me. You, I think you need to do the YouTubes, man. Let's talk behind oh, the scenes, man. Yeah, I mean, I've seen people monetize YouTube like tremendously, and yeah. and it's like it's out there. Like there's yeah. there's money to be had. Yeah, drop drop your social medias where they can find you at. Okay, uh, you can find me on Instagram at Fashionably Legal. Uh, find me on eBay. Just Google Fashionably Legal. Um, yeah, just put my name into a search. Things come up. All good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, man. So, so uh, for everybody that uh, watched the live, thanks for watching the live. I'm not gonna go back to see if I can uh, see the questions. Maybe he come back on. We will do it. Um, yeah. And people that are listening to it, thanks for listening. As always, um, if you like this podcast, please like, rate, and review, and most importantly, share and go follow and buy some stuff from uh, from the Prince Yinka Ogosalade at Fashionably Legal. All right, peace. Thanks. All right.